This is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's in social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And, well, today we are talking about a sensitive topic for some, um, but mostly just a funny topic for me, um, is uh, dietary trends. Oh, yeah. Dietary trends, but specifically ones that did, did a little, got, got, got their start on, from what I know, social media. Um, at least ones that are popular on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about, let me see which, let me pull up the list again of the ones that we're specifically going over, because you know there's like 30 million. It's a million. Right? Okay, yeah. One that I didn't include that because it was just so ridiculous to me was that like there's also this thing you can tell me if you know anything about it called water fasting where you just drink water it's just not eating ever i mean for like a extended (laughs) period of time um i mean like the concept of just drinking water like fasting yes can help you lose weight but like how sustainable is that i I don't know like like, if you want if, if you wanted to lose 30 pounds yeah you probably would not be, I mean, very few people would have the self-control to abstain from food you until they have lost that much weight. You probably also shouldn't lose 30 pounds quickly. Like, that should be an overtime thing. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, we're going to talk about dietary trends, mostly because the internet is a, is a horribly toxic place if you want to think about, like, actually getting healthy and not just, mm-hmm. like, cosmetically making yourself look, quote-unquote, like, more like the beauty standard. Well, yeah, the things um, you sent me to look into. No, they're <laughs> horrifying. Like, there, there are worse ones as well. I didn't want to, like, go too crazy with it. But these are the five that, like... I felt most like, this is so dumb, but we'll talk about what it means, cool. right? So the first one, um, it's big in real life too, um, but it's big on social media as well, which is keto. Um, yeah. Do you want to just like go back and forth and like, sure. we'll, I'll give we'll my take. We'll make this a less me. like you and me delineate, you know, yeah. talking separately and we'll just kind of talk about yeah, this. Yeah, I think that will work better. Um, also, just for anybody who's confused, um, anything that comes out of Garrett's mouth is researched. Yeah. Anything that comes out of my mouth is social media. So this is stuff that I've taken from books I've read, articles I've read that are all peer-reviewed or, mm-hmm. you know, written by somebody that knows what they're talking about. So uh, Everything that comes out of my mouth is hogwash um, because <laughs> I found it through scrolling and that's my job. It's not like that's not what I'm supposed no, to do. No, you're not just compulsively a liar. No. You, like, well, we told I mean, you to a do little that. bit. Okay, but that's different. I'm an actress. That's a different so, like, issue. I know. Let's not compa- it's not within this show. Anyway. Mm, different So time. with keto, what I know is that you just don't eat carbs. Is that true? Yeah, but there's there's some nuance to it. Um, do you know anything else other than don't eat carbs? Um, well, we can actually bring in the other one with it, which is the bell peppers as bread for sandwiches, which yeah. is also a huge trend, but it goes in with the keto thing because you can't have bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that just seems like it, I don't think that would be that much healthier, like putting things in a bell pepper sandwich sure. than like using actual bread. But I know that they can't have like, they love cheese. They eat so much mm-hmm. cheese. I, I genuinely want to know... If keto is effective, how can you eat so much cheese and not be able to eat like a strawberry? An excellent question. So here's how keto works okay. kind of from a, a biochemical perspective, if you will. Woo-hoo. So the the premise is that if you go, you have to start your body into metabolizing fat instead of carbohydrates. And that process is called entering into ketosis, right? I knew that. It takes yes. about three weeks roundabout. So you have to be on this diet for about three weeks for it to start doing anything. <sighs> At least that's a you know bare minimum. So people that are like, you know, keto for a week, that's like, you're just being dumb. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't do a thing you're for you. You're just being dumb. Um, it's you know, this is the bottom line. Unless, well, you can kickstart it with a fast, but that's a kind of a different, okay. more, more complicated thing. Anyways, 
another important thing. It's not just you abstain from carbs. Your body has to be below a certain threshold of carb intake. It's okay. like 20 grams. It is super so nothing, low. Yeah. 20 grams of carbohydrates is like a cracker. Like oh. that's it, it's almost nothing. Oh. Yeah. So you have to essentially be consuming no carbs that's why you see people being like oh i cannot eat a strawberry because there are carbs in strawberries Mm -hmm. also the cheese thing kind of interesting because i mean there's not a lot of carbs in cheese but you could definitely clear 20 grams in a day you know eating some cheese i'm telling you these people do like the thing where they're like keto pizza and you know what it is it's cheese on cheese what they're like it's pizza that's not pizza it's just less melted cheese cheese. on top of really melted cheese oh my god it's so and they're like keto okay so but and here's here's the reason why that's a problem oh right keto causes your liver to start breaking down fat cells, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to start with the fat you consume, mm-hmm. okay? So if you're consuming enough fats through, you know, meat, cheese, dairy, you know, whatever, things mm-hmm. like that, your body is going to use that instead of the excess reserves you have stored as fat mm-hmm. cells. So you're not actually going to lose any weight if you're doing the cheese thing. Gotcha. Now, if you're doing like proteins, like, you know, meat, fish, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, then that's when you can start to see your body breaking down your act you know the fat cells are that mm-hmm. you stored in your body for energy wait so keto actually does work it does oh no it's it's one of the best diets out there if you do it properly mm. i feel like it takes too much self-control and i don't want to do it but um <laughs> fair that's good to know oh this one this one makes me giggle okay intuitive eating okay i almost peed my pants <laughs> laughing when i looked up wait what can it i was. ask if what if it's what i think it is yeah go ahead because what on social media what it looks like is just eating how you feel <laughs> you should eat yeah that's exactly what it is. Why is that a diet? <laughs> it's not. Okay, so what I found oh my gosh. is that intuitive eating is this idea that you should stop focusing on the fact that you're on a diet. You should eat what makes you feel good. You shouldn't eat to satisfy your emotions. You should actually deal with your emotions, right? But so you so you don't <laughs> eat you don't eat to eat away your emotions. It's like okay? basic don't do that. Eat though. when you're hungry. Ooh. You know, all this wisdom that we're getting from, from the world. And I, I looked up, I wanted to see, like, what do doctors say about intuitive eating, right? This ought to be fun. Mm-hmm. And all of the <laughs> all of the things I found were like, this is really stupid. This is really dumb. Uh, the, there was one blurb that was, like, trying to be charitable, right? They were Aww. like, uh, you know, intuitive eating has actually not been shown in any research to cause <laughs> any loss of weight. But... It has been shown at times to improve people's mental state because okay, yeah. they're not worried about being on a diet okay, and, and are think, just eating happy food. I think intuitive eating is great for somebody who has a bad relationship with food or has yeah. like a, a negative relationship with weight loss or whatever it is. But don't call it a diet. No. Because it's not. It's, it's, a, it's called like maybe it's regular self-control. It's like or Yeah. Therapy it's not going to be. Food. It's not a diet. But it is no. like people are like, stop doing keto. Start doing intuitive You're eating. not going to lose weight eating intuitively because that's what you, i do and I, i'm not on a diet i just eat when i want to eat if i ate intuitively i would have barbecue three times a day <laughs> and it would make me feel so good Jillian. <laughs> i would drink nothing but lemonade constantly and I you'd love feel lemonade. great i'd feel so awesome feel i'd be doing cartwheels on the quad what yes. do you even mean oh okay um just for those of you who are tuning in right now, this is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Coolsby. And we're talking about, di- well, diet trends kind of on, the, on the social media. Just how terrible they are. So far, keto was fine, but been misconstrued. Intuitive eating is dumb. Um, sorry if that hurts your feelings. I For those of you that intuitively eat. Good for you, but like, no, it's not I a don't diet. know that it is good for you. Well, it's not a diet. Like it's, what? Don't, I don't know. Stop lying to yourself. This one is, okay. 
this one's interesting to me because I feel like in my heart it should work, but you'll uh-huh. have to you'll have to tell me. Okay. Intermittent fasting. Yeah. So intermittent fasting is totally legit. Okay. Well, let me explain what I think it is from social media. Mm-hmm. Um, from like, well, what it usually is is from the hours of like six at night to ten in the morning, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. Is that? And then like you can eat throughout the day, you can eat your meals, but you don't, and you don't. Some people include that to mean like no snacking. You just eat meals um, and then you do intermittent fasting from those hours of the night. But I don't know why that works. Yeah. So, okay. Intermittent fasting is actually a pretty effective, uh, a pretty effective Yay. diet for a lot of, there's lots of professional athletes that uh, just, you know, a, a plug for intermittent fasting. The four time fittest man on earth uh, was a big proponent of it. What's Rich, Rich Froning. I thought you were going to say your own name for a second. No, I was not, about to not me. Uh, unfortunately. If you're like Garrett. I got second. <laughs> Bummer. Fittest man on earth. Um, no, but so essentially, what you do there's a there's a couple of different ways you can do it. But basically, you pick uh, a time frame in which to eat and a time frame in which to fast. The most common one is to do eighteen and six. So you go eighteen hours no food, six hours where you just eat. Is six to ten eighteen? What is, is six p.m. to ten a.m. Is that eighteen hours? I'm not going to think about that while I'm talking to you here on the radio I station. It's, I think it's not. Oh, well. oh no, it is. This is what happens when we do liberal arts. I think it. Wait, I think it is because we forget how to do math. Because from from ten to six is going to be eight hours, mm-hmm. and then twenty four minus eight is sixteen. Not a girl, Look which at is you. not eighteen. Which that is was not a high 18. five, everybody. Which is not eighteen, but it's sixteen, mm-hmm. right? Close. Yeah, and you could do it that way also. You could do okay, 16, sixteen and eight, eight, but I think the most common one is eight. six and eighteen. Six and eighteen. Um, okay. and basically during those six hours, you just kind of eat like you normally would. Um, the idea behind it is that you will, one, probably consume less in those six hours than you would, would throughout assume. the day anyway. Because, hmm. um, you know, if you eat throughout the day and you snack and you have three meals or whatever, sometimes four, sometimes five, you're going eight. to eat more than you... Yeah, sometimes that's how it's I feel like be. you eat a lot of eggs. I do, I do, I do. Do you actually? Yeah. Like Gaston yeah. in Beauty and the Beast? Uh-huh. You're like the egg eater? Yeah. Do you eat, what, it's like four, do- eight dozen eggs or something? Twelve no, dozen eggs? No. That's what he eats to help him get large. That's what not, he says. Not in a day. That's what, that's what Gaston says, though, and you yeah. said you were like him. No, I did oh. not say that. Do you want to know how many eggs I eat in a day? Yeah, sure. Zero? Zero. I hate eggs. Well, I'm making up for your lack of egg consumption. Eggs are so gross. Well. Why do they look like that? Just drink them. Ah! Close down quick. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. I um, don't actually do that. Don't do that. That's horrible. We're going to have to turn down the volume on that Food scream poisoning. that I just did. Yeah. Um, that's horrifying to, to me. Yeah, no, it is horrifying. <sighs> but I'm glad that intermittent fasting Anyways, works. So, yeah, more about intermittent fasting, right? The reason why it works is that in that 18 hours, your body runs through all the calories that you have stored and mm-hmm. you start to burn fat. Oh. Um, so that's, I mean, the basic premise, right? Pretty simple. Pretty um, simple. A couple other things. It's been shown to increase your memory and your mental acuity by a significant factor. So people that intermittently fast tend to just have sharper minds. Um, They're just better than everyone Well, there's, there's, lots of, there's lots of evidence to suggest that this is how people operated for hundreds and hundreds of years of, mm-hmm. of human history. And, mm. you know, Makes sense. Like, yeah, the human body's just kind of gotten used to that being how it was. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in a society where food is always available. Right. Um, and that's just not necessarily how we were designed hmm. um perhaps perhaps i like it i like that theory better than the grocery store theory um, i don't know why i called it the grocery the store grocery theory. store theory what are you talking about i made it up in my brain What's which the is grocery that, like store because theory? we have grocery stores we can always eat oh yeah i mean does that make sense yeah no that that does make sense <laughs> I, like okay. I, I was totally logic. confused as to what you were talking about i will say do you have a, okay the next one on my list is bell peppers as bread for sandwiches mm-hmm. is that better or no I, mean, it doesn't, y- I don't feel like it yes would be. it's a little better but it depends on how many like if you're it, 
eating a diet of exclusively sandwiches, okay? <laughs> and then you decide to replace all of the bread that you are consuming with bell peppers, you will consume significantly fewer calories and significantly fewer carbs. For so real? that'd be great. Oh, yeah. Because okay. bell peppers have like, I mean, one bell pepper is like 50 to, calories. Like, what if you have to lather the bell pepper and cream cheese like they do? Well, but if you're lathering the bread and cream cheese, not, that's though. worse. They, you don't need to. Like, oh, well, if, if you make a less healthy sandwich with more healthy <laughs> b- bell pepper bread, then you're just that's breaking That's kind of what even. I'm saying, though, is that like when you look at the regular sandwiches, they don't have cream cheese on the bread. Um, they just have like meat and cheese inside. And mm. then when you see a bell pepper sandwich, it's lathered in cream cheese. And then there's like... I can't believe I just said cream cheese so many times. I'm literally going to die. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thoughts on cream cheese? I Okay. I actually, I will talk about this. I, w- I will speak on <laughs> this. Um, <laughs> gosh, what have I done? I love cream cheese. It might be my favorite food ever. Oh, it's so good. But the word cream makes me so ill inside. Why? I don't, just What's the wrong way that with it, it? The way that it, like... Cream? Ah, <laughs> Why is that so bad? Like, the... the I think the CR sound really rubs me what? the wrong way. So, like, crust also yes. bothers you? Really? Yeah, that and, like, the E with it. I actually so don't know how to analyze weird, it. Jillian. But cream cheese is a delicious food, and I and I it's my favorite food. I've decided in just this moment. Straight up? No, I've never eaten it straight up. But on things, it's just so good. Anyway, it, is. it doesn't feel healthy though if I put it on bell peppers and then I'm like, this is instead of bread. You know? Um, the only situation in which that could be healthier is if you're in the keto setting, right? That where that's what you're trying to do, and you would hypothetically consume much fewer carbohydrates. But only if your body's in ketosis, Exactly. So let's, if you're doing that for like one time or like, you know, a couple times a week, you're probably not really doing yourself Mm -hmm. any good. Yeah. Other than, yeah, I don't even know that you'd be eating fewer calories if you're putting a ton of cream cheese. It depends on how, I mean, how how hefty of of bread are you using instead if you're using bread? You know, if you're using like a huge roll. It's speculative, honestly. No, it's mostly stupid. It's mostly mostly stupid. Do you want to hear a fun fact about me, Sure. Before we go into our last little diet trend, Mm -hmm. you're going to love this. My junior year of high school, I started to get really lethargic and I started to burn out because I like... I'm a go-getter. I, I, be, I do so much all the time, and yeah. I love it. Um, but it started to, like, catch up to me my junior year of high school. And so okay. my mom was starting to get worried about me, and she's like, you're burning out. And she, I was like, you're right. Oh, my gosh. And so she took me to a nutritionist. And so for um, two months, I think it was two months. You don't seem too sure about that. I believe it was two months. I could okay. be a liar, though. Yeah. We I did talk about that earlier. I believe it's two months. Um, I was on a diet where you could not eat carbs like cheese fruit what i could only eat like chicken and vegetables and how did that go it i remember <laughs> the only thing i remember from the entire experience was that i wanted ihop pancakes so badly oh the gosh, whole yes. time <laughs> the, every time every morning i would wake up i'd be like oh, i can't go to ihop i pancakes. never went to ihop anyway but i was not an ihop that's so weird but the minute i went on the diet i was like oh my gosh pancakes. i can't have ihop wow isn't that great that is so I strange think i lost like I think I I did end up losing weight, but that wasn't the point. I ended up being like very, my mind was much sharper and I was Mm -hmm. able to actually function for the rest of high school. Yeah, no, there are certain diets that can really help your mental clarity. Yeah, it was, I think it was because of cortisol, if that means anything to you. Yeah. That's what the nutritionist kept saying. Anyway, that's my fun fact. Let's talk about um, waist trainers because I think they might be the stupidest thing in the world. When you sent me that, so for for those that are listening, she sent me the list of the diet trends that she wanted me to talk about Mm -hmm. research. And this was the this was the last one, and this one hurt me. I think more than any of the others. I think the reason I feel like in my brain that when it people like people believe it is mm-hmm. because of like 
back in the olden days, women used to wear like corsets. Yep. And then like, and women in the olden days were so small that like it makes sense that mm-hmm. they'd be a similar deal. I don't think it works though. Waist trainers are just where you wear something really tight around your waist for a long Basically. time. Basically, I mean, it's like a it's like a big compression sock. And you like, torso. I think you're supposed to work out while you wear it. No. No. I will talk about that in a second, actually. Oh, oh the, lots of people do work out when they wear it. Yeah. Did you know that? Bad idea. Okay. Um, oh, okay, so waist trainers, right? It's yes. just like really, really stretchy fabric that compresses your midsection. Um, and it actually does absolutely nothing to help you lose weight at all. Um, there's no evidence to suggest that it actually does anything positive. So we're going to talk about the negative things that can occur when one dons a waist oh trainer. Oh my gosh. Um, you, if you wear one for too long, you could be looking at prolonged organ damage because it actually shoves all your organs either up higher into your chest cavity or lower down, Jeez. depending on how you don it, uh, which is, you know, obviously bad. So bad. One does not want to damage their liver at a young age just for the sake of being a little bit skinnier yeah i know i feel like that would suck really bad yeah it would suck really bad having to get a new liver you know those oh. don't come cheap livers are very expensive even, yeah exactly like i like my liver i'm gonna yeah. take care of it keep if it possible um what anyways bad? other things you talked about working out with mm-hmm. a waist trainer on People right do that. i found a doctor that well several actually that were talking about like if you work out in a waist trainer there is a very good chance you can suffocate yourself because what a waist trainer does right it squeezes you in the middle but it also squeezes your lungs higher up in your chest cavity and can mm-hmm. reduce your ability to intake oxygen from anywhere from 30 to 60% more than than your regular oh my oxygen gosh. intake. So you can literally, if you worked out vigorously enough and often enough with a race trainer, you could lower your blood oxygen level to the point where you die. That's not likely because you'd feel it. Like you'd feel yeah. horrible you'd before be like, you did that. This. Yeah, no, like, but, and... Odds are people that are working out in a waist trainer are just not working out that hard because if you're getting a waist trainer, I'm sorry for those of you that have one, please get rid of it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, probably best. If you're working out in a waist trainer, you probably are not working out very hard because that just seems the mindset that one has to be in to purchase a waist agree. trainer is not one conducive to working out very I, hard. I think that's correct. And I think if you're working out with the objective of like being more, um, uh, acceptable to society you're just not uh-huh. going to be successful because it's not a motivating mindset it's nope. literally just a cesspool of like hating yourself mm-hmm. and that it's just not going to work out with working out very oh, quickly about fine. women in corsets oh, okay please. uh the reason why they're smaller is because they ate less i yeah i was about to say i'm pretty sure it's because they didn't have grocery stores yeah, like i was saying it's the grocery store thing you're wow. right basically. i've made a real theory and also the i hear women theory. all the time that are just like oh corsets what a monstrous institution how could they ever allow this to be a thing that happened you know, you know I and then waist trainers cool. don't have them, i think but. corsets are actually pretty cool looking i happened to do theater and yeah so well you uh, I wore don't them. get to talk True. about anything in normal people life because you're a theater kid. It's actually, I really do feel like that. Are you ready to give it a grade? Mm-hmm. This is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, if you're just tuning in. Um, we're talking about current diet trends. Well, current and longstanding, I guess. Yes. Just general diet trends that pervade my TikTok for you page. Oh my gosh. Um, but we're about to give it a grade. Yep. Are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> Three, two, one, D. F. F. Like, yeah. How did it, I was going to say zero. There was, how does it get anything? It, social media Like gets even nothing. the ones that were good, which is keto. I guess keto you said is effective. Keto and intermittent fasting. But even then they're like, they're eating just cheese, dude. Yeah. You cannot um, eat just cheese. Intermittent fasting was the only one that I think was good. And all they did was say like, fast. You want a fun little statistic about cheese? The average <laughs> American consumes 11 pounds worth of fat through cheese consumption 11 pounds what if i told you i'm pretty sure it's more for me 
that would not really well but you don't eat that so much though much cheese but like compared to everything else that's that I true eat, it probably is more disproportionately cheese. you're right you probably you know and i love it cheese is great oh i love stop. cheese but you know yeah okay we got to do chronically online we're ready don't to we? hear about what's chronically online I'm about so today this one's a this one is just a little thing where i saw a tiktok of somebody it was a book it's called i think the complete enneagram and they called it their bible oh yeah, and they I don't have claim, a lot of strong feelings about the Enneagram. They don't claim to be Christian, um, so I guess it was more of a sacrilegious comment than anything else. Okay, um, but I do think there is something weird about the way that people approach the Enneagram. I current, I actually have a confession. I made somebody, I took someone to Cayo to Cayo Formal this f- past weekend, uh-huh. um, and I made them take the Enneagram in the you, middle of you the did. dance. That's I did. Horrible. I was curious. You're so cruel. And was, what was their result? <laughs> they were a three. No way. I'm a three. I knew. I knew you were a three for yeah. sure you're the most three i've ever met actually in my life what are you i'm a one okay did you know that that enneagram has actually no basis in any yeah. scientific data or reality at <laughs> yeah, all i'm like, pretty sure it's more psychologists like psychologists look at the enneagram and they're like this isn't real i we, feel like it's more like horoscopy where it's just like we pick what fits and we're like yes this is what i want to be defined yeah kind of which uh, whatever but yeah that's i feel like i i i truly believe that the enneagram is pretty chronically online yeah oh oh my gosh like, i think yeah. it is don't like an online take where it's like it is. okay go touch some grass and talk to real people everybody has a little bit of every type you know uh-huh i asked my psychology professor what what are your thoughts on the Enneagram? He just looked at us like, well, I've never met a psychologist that used it for anything. So okay. if that tells you what you need to know. Honestly, fair enough. Thank you to everybody who tuned in this week. Um, I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Gary Goolsby. And we will talk to you next week. Bye.